Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode three, Brothers in Christ podcast, On and Off the Field. How you doing, J-Man? Good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, welcome to episode three. And I just say, well, let me thank you for what, what a blessing Ryan is. Why I just play by you without a blessing, because he is a blessing to me. Thank you for putting him in my life. Give him time with you. Amen. 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 I was thinking we've got a we've got a couple topics we wanted to talk about, just things that have been happening before we get into our song for today. Yeah. Uh, J Man, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about some um, some cool stuff that happened before the game at the Super Bowl. I yeah. know there was um, a situation where there was a salute to service where. Um, you know, before the Super Bowl, a couple, you know, four 100-year-old World War II veterans came onto the field. Um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, really quick, uh, I, you know, God has given me lots of friends. And so, you know, and he's given me a heart for, to love him and love people. And so I actually have a friend whose name is Eddie Lopez and he served in the military. Uh I I I I forget how long but you know he he's a brother in Christ. He he used to take care of me and he is a hero in my book because if anybody is serving in the military, they're a hero. They are a hero in my book. It doesn't matter if you're in the military or in the baby. I just want to take a second because it, there's more than life than football. And I want to take a second and thank Eddie and uh, thank everyone who served in the military uh, for their service. And one more thing, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm really glad God put Eddie in my life. And I love him very much. Hey, tell him how you really feel, Jay, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so true. I mean, a lot of times I think we take for granted the freedom we have here. Um, and, you know, there's a there's a saying I like, freedom's not free. Um, you know, there's there's lots of people in this country that pay a price for us to have that freedom. I think that's really cool. You brought that up, Jeff. Yeah. Um, you know, we're very blessed to be able to, you know, practice, practice Christianity, um, freely here. Um, yeah. it's not the case yeah. everywhere in the world. So yeah. something we, we can't always take for granted yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, and just cool too, that we took, you know, took a moment, you know, 
to to just thank those veterans you know you know i think it's something cool yeah. try to not try to not forget the service that the, you know they did and you know what yeah. a important um moment in history that was yeah yeah, cool. I also wanted to talk a little bit too. I haven't even talked to Jeff about this, but last week I went to uh, um, Pulse Revival Night um, at the University of Minnesota campus, which was super cool. Yeah. Um, Tanner Morgan was there, who was the used to be the um, quarterback for the Minnesota Gophers. Oh, cool. Um, super cool. He went on and he talked about um, something that really stuck out to me was just like, man, am I playing football to, you know, to glorify me or is it to glorify God, you know, and what, and what's more important. And yeah. he just kind of talked a little bit about like, you know, just giving all of your heart, parts of your heart to God to, um, you know, not saying like, oh, I'm going to keep this part to me and, you know, not surrender it to you. Um, yeah. You know, it really made me think like, what, what parts of my life am I not, you know, fully giving, you know, and being open about that. I, you know, yeah. want, you know, need to get better at or can improve on, um, yeah. just being vulnerable in that was super cool. Um, yeah. also Jeff, you know, I love Christian hip hop. Lecrae was there. Yeah. Aldi was there. Um, I was going nuts, man. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Lecrae was super good, man. We were, I mean, we're. I was with my buddies Matt and Austin, and man, we were just going nuts, jumping. Yeah. The cray was throwing yeah. water bottles, man. It was yeah. good times. Yeah. Oh, just, cool. Just cool to see too. I mean, so many of these kids, like, you know, it was like a revival night. So a lot of people were, you know, filling out cards that they wanted to dedicate their life to Jesus. Oh wow! Just so cool to see, man. Like man, these young artists living for God and using the power yeah. of their their talents to bring people to Jesus. It's just awesome, yeah. man. And and I feel, I mean, just so cool to see Lecrae. I mean, I've been listening to Lecrae since like Rebel. I mean, and Rebel by Lecrae came out. Man, I gotta, I'm gonna date myself here, Jeff. But Rebel by Lecrae came out. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 albums since then. But Rebel came out 14 years ago. That's how, what? that's how long, wow, that's how cool. long Lecrae's been around. I'll yeah. have to, I'll have to play a Lecrae song on here someday. Um, yeah. What fun from Rebel, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, super cool. I mean, um, gotta get you to a uh, Christian hip hop concert one day, Jeff. What do you think? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, you know, you know what's cool about what Clay? I'm most into uh, you know, uh, hip hop, but if you're thinking about God, you know, uh. You're honoring him no matter what you're singing about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And even if you don't like the genre, if it's, you know, you can still respect it's about God, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So speaking of, well, I've got a song dialed up for today, our song of the day. Um, This one is called Sunday Service. It's by a group called Social Club Misfits, which is actually like Christian hip hop group. Um, I don't even know if I've showed you this one before. So live reaction here. We'll get it going. Let's see here. Let's share my audio with you. And let me know if you can hear this too. All right, let's get into it. You got this, Jamie? Yeah. How good is our God? I remember when my mother was saying, I'm from South Florida, this is nothing to me. We wear hoodies in 300 degrees. This is funny to me, y'all. I'd admit it out the worst, and I'm still here. Still here. Pulling up on them and looking at me like I must be famous. Yeah. I don't got no diamond chains. How can you explain all of this light I'm bringing? Yeah. Yeah. We made it from the dirt, put in work. I could see the flowers growing. I take the time to be present, that's the greatest gift. I'm grateful life's not promised, but the day I'm living. Cause I've been through the pain, I've been through it all. From the city, anytime I left it, I went through withdrawals. <laughs> Only wrote the truth, make the truest songs. Never follow suit, no uniforms, a unicorn. I'm only making moves if Jesus involved. Social club misfits for the kids, we get the youth involved. Speaking life for all the deaf, we had the view before. Be yourself, we've never seen another you before. Life come at you fast, slow down, take a deep breath. Refresh, before new seasons, you need a reset. I told all my people, let's get it, no need to regress. All these ideas, we heat them up. On the heat press, words turn to off all them days I had to eat less. Now we feed the culture with phrases we got from Jesus. I pick flowers where they used to try to bury me. I reach heights I can't believe and put it on repeat. And my girl up on these lists, I'm talking gas and dean. You know what I mean? I press it to the What do you think? There's a that was um, Social Club Misfits Sunday Service first listen. What do you think, J Man? So I thought it was good. Uh, 
Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I mean, well, obviously I picked it, but <laughs> uh, there's there's things I really like about it. A couple verses or in in the song, um, I I I really like the one. Uh, man, I don't got no diamond chains. How can you explain this light I'm bringing? Right? Yeah. And it's like, wow. Sometimes it's like, oh, I want that that you know nicest thing, but you know, you know, but we're, we're, we're called to more than that, to bring in God's light, to, uh, you know, love on people, um, to encourage people to be there for each other. Um, that's way yeah. more worthwhile than just chasing a, a diamond, yeah. you know, a diamond chain. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I just really like the ending too. Like, you know, if God can do something in me, he can do something in you somebody yeah. give God praise in this place. And I think we probably both can relate to that, Jeff. I mean, there's yeah. been times where I feel um, so unworthy, I guess, of, of being, you know, able to be used in God's kingdom. And it's like, um, but yeah. man, if God can use me, I mean, he can use anyone. Um, that's, that's kind of his whole thing, <laughs> which yeah. is so cool. Um that we're, we're all called to be in God's kingdom and able to be used. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful out, you know, we can praise God for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that song of the day, social club, um, shout out anyone listening that likes social club because they're underrated. <laughs> and yeah. I like, they're awesome. Um, so cool. Um, and I think that's kind of a, a cool way to segue to like, you know, just that verse. Um, if God can use, you know, God can use me, he can use anyone. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk today about um, our verses kind of come from um, Matthew 18, verse 10. Um, you want to just do this whole parable, Jeff? Okay. That sound good? Yeah. All right. You hearing me all right? I, I'm worried I'm lagging. Uh no. It, We're good? good? Yeah. All right. So this is called the parable of the wandering sheep, Matthew 18.10. And it says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that there are angels in heaven always that always see the face of my father in heaven. What do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away? Will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go look for the one that wandered off? If he finds it, truly, I tell you, he is happier about the one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. So, yeah, that's our that's our verse of the day. Um, I mean, wow, so powerful. I I love that. I love that parable. Um, what what do you think before we get into it? I I think you know. Uh, I think God will never never give up on you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So it's a, it's a good reminder. You know, I just, 
I don't know what I would do without God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it just, you know, it just is such a cool way to explain the Father's heart. I mean, he's always, always looking for the lost. Um, and his heart is always that no no one would would stay lost just because he wants what's best for us. And what's best for us is to be following him, to be with him. Um, and he's he's going to search and search and search and knock and knock at our on our hearts um, to find that one. And, you know, there's been times in my life where I've been that one. And man, it's like, it's just so, you know, means so much in my life that, you know, God was continuing to seek me. Um, It's not a one-way street where I'm just looking for him, but he's also looking for me. Um, And it's, you know, I I think it also reminds me of the, the parable of the lost son. I mean, you know, this, the son asks his, um, his father for his inheritance early, leaves the, leaves the family farm, um, loses it all. Right. And it gets, comes to his senses, comes back to the father expecting, you know, to be hated that he's going to be a slave, but the, the father is running to him with open arms. Um, you know, that's just God's heart too, you know, that he's, He's always, um, he's not there to condemn us, but he's there to love us and bring us into fulfillment. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's so good, man. It's yeah. just powerful stuff. So yeah, that was, um, I'm really happy you wanted to do that verse today, Jeff, because yeah. I love that one. I think it's super cool. Yeah. So yeah, man, if you know, if anyone listening, if you ever feel like you're, you're, you know, you're the one and you're, you're, uh, you know, just going through rough times and you don't feel loved, like, you know, man, God loves you. He's always pursuing you. He always wants what's best for you, man. Um, yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, I know we've got dialed up today. We've got to go through all the, the NBA trades. Um, I don't know how many you've even you know about Jeff because there's been a lot I mean the trade deadline was like man it was like Woj bombs like 500 Woj bombs <laughs> it was going it was going nuts so we've got a lot to recap but I mean man let's get to it okay right off the bat man we've got Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks teaming up with Luca. yeah I they think... gave up Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, two firsts, two seconds. What do you think? Is this a new dynamic duo? I think, uh, first off, let me, let me, uh, let me, that trade was, uh, was uh, surprising because <coughs> I think, that uh, uh, God has other plans uh, that we do. I think he opened, opened up doors and sometimes he'll close them, to be honest, to keep us humble. Because earlier in the week, he, he, everybody said 
that he was going to go away because it didn't happen. And I think he wanted to keep LeBron humble and possibly bless Luca because God's really blessing him in the playoffs. Maybe he, he needs the extra, you know, uh, extra help. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I know LeBron tweeted, you know, kind of cryptic tweaks like, uh, like just saying how bummed he was that there wasn't a Kyrie reunion. Um, you know, that's good insight. You know, definitely could be keeping LeBron humble. Um, yeah, I think... but man, I, I mean, Luca and Kyrie, those are two ball dominant guys it's going to be interesting to see how that pairing works but I mean how do you just two dynamic offensive scores too that's going to be tough to game plan against I mean who do you key in on that's a tough thing both yeah. can, both can really take it to you night in and out I think both of them have a gift if they can figure it out and get some defense uh, because God allows me, God will allow me to watch. I mean, He does allow me to watch sports pretty much a lot, but I was <laughs> able to watch him, Kylie's first game with, I think, the Clippers. He dominated without without uh Luca. So if they could get a time on the floor and actually work well together, they could be scary. Definitely, definitely scary. I mean, these are two of the most gifted, I would say, gifted athletes in the NBA. Gifted scores. I mean. Just the, the, the shots they can make that just should not go in or space they create when there should not be that space is incredible. So we'll see, man. I think definitely Mavericks are way more of a threat now than they were before in the West. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about the Nets in a second too because I think the Nets really got some good assets in these trades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next kind of big one is we had a three-team trade here. Um, we got um, Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. Utah Jazz get Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and a first-round pick. And then the Timberwolves get Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and three second-round picks. Is that Love me, love me, love me. Uh, uh, you go team by team? Yeah, love me, love me, uh, love me, uh, do the wake up first. Because right. I, God is giving me more insight than the other two because. I, well, want I hope to, God gives you uh, insight on the Timberwolves, man. <laughs> so, 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 
Uh, so I also work for Cuba sometimes, you know, in the Bible it says we all go through trials and tribulations. Uh, in life, but not only in life, in the NBA too, because he had to play with LeBron. I'm sure that was a blessing, but uh, that had to be mentally tough because I'm, I'm sure LeBron wanted to get why did you get a lot out of him yeah it's you know it, it it can be it can be stressful to play with a you know you know one of probably one of the best players of all time that's a lot of pressure to put on a, a player to make that work so uh D'Angelo Russell, you know, it might be, it might be a good uh, restart for him. You know, I, I don't know that much about him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, before this season in the Rudy Gobert trade, the, the Wolves gave up Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley. So essentially, yeah. LeBron's just building, you know, off of three of the Timberwolves players from the 2022 season, which is which is nuts. Just shows how good those players actually were and how good that team was. Because I their I know their starting lineup tonight was D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, um, LeBron, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. So. That's just the Lakers and the Timberwolves from last year. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, think... I mean, Malik Beasley, elite three-point scorer. Jared Vanderbilt, elite block steal hustle guy. Um, D'Lo kind of plays with a little slower of a pace than Westbrook. Um, more of a scoring point guard from, from three-point range. Um, can maybe open up LeBron to get into rhythm better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Jazz give up assets, get another first round pick. I mean, what? That's like ten first round picks they've got this year through trades. That's a lot of picks, man. Yeah. Through Donovan Mitchell, this trade and Rudy Gobert, um. Westbrook, I don't know what he thinks going to happen to him in Utah. He's kind of just not on a winning team that's trying to win anymore. I think it's hard to say, but I think maybe the plus is off. I don't know if he like, likes being in Utah because there is a downside in this could be a, a, a better humbling side of maybe I'm not supposed to, maybe the Lord isn't allowing me to win a championship right now, but maybe in the future with a better team, or maybe they get better. Yeah, or maybe maybe it's his time to be a mentor too. Um, yeah. 
maybe, you know, windows aren't open forever. Wolves get uh, Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, three seconds. Initially, I actually didn't like this at all. But last couple of games watching Mike Conley being a Wolves fan, he's really opened things up for us ball movement-wise, pick-and-roll-wise. Um, I think he might actually just be a way better fit for this team than D'Lo was just because yeah. D'Lo likes to play a lot of ISO three-point basketball. Whereas, you know, we need we need guys to to move the ball around, play that pick and roll, get the ball into Anthony Edwards' hands, Jaden McDaniel's hands, Carl Anthony Towns' hands. Um, this is kind of the true point that we kind of needed. So uh, I, I actually think... like this for the Wolves um, as time goes on. I didn't like it initially, though. I think, too, you know, uh, people, players are underrated, you know, and I think, uh, people, I think people have, God gives people different gifts, same thing in the NBA. My colleague is dribble, he can drive, but God, has given my colleague the gift of shooting three pointers. Yeah, when needed, when needed. Yeah, I'd say he's definitely more of a distributor, though. Um. Yeah. What else? I I feel like we're. I don't I don't want to get into the super nitty gritty. I'll just stick to the big ones. Kevin Durant to Phoenix. What do you think of that one? Um, Nets get Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, um, five first-round picks. Um, and then Jay Crowder went to the Bucks. Mom, beyond that. I think, you know, um, uh... You know, I I think right now again everybody has uh to uh go for trials and tribulations. Same thing with the NBA. You know, you look at Kevin Durant when he's healthy. He could be really good, uh, you know. And, and for Jay Crowder, you know, well, well, what you see? Yeah, I think an interesting storyline though, Jeff, is Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, that's a pretty good core. <laughs> I mean, of young players with Cam Thomas, um, 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 Ben Simmons, maybe. I mean, that could be a, a decent team in a few years, plus all the firsts they get. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think that's a, something to talk, you know, think about, too. Um, what else? 
Pat Bev goes to Orlando, gets bought out. He's a free agent. Um, Pat Bev, if you're listening, um, shout out Pat Bev Pod. Please come back to the Timberwolves. <laughs> we love you in Minnesota. So we'll see where he goes. Maybe a contender in the East or West. Yeah. Pat Bev, you know, uh, he, he's a good Great player. Yeah, God, God gives people passion. And God gave Pat. Uh, and when he was making Pat get Bev, he just kind of kept his uh, foot on the passion a little too long. And then you get Pat Bev. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have to play with passion in the NBA. So hopefully for him. Uh, 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 he he sticks with uh with with uh with the T wall because uh it be uh in sports you have to give uh uh anyway I mean uh. You just have to have passion and love for what you're doing, and and God give give a passion for the game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I totally agree with you, Jeff. Passionate. I mean, if he's not on your team, you hate him. If he's on your team, you love him. Um. Man, he just plays hard. He's he's a master of his craft. Um, yeah. Embrace the Timberwolves unlike any other player really has that I remember. So I think that's why Minnesota likes him so much too. Um, yeah. But Lakers get Mo Bamba in that trade, another big center for him, rotational guy. Um, Clippers get Bones Highland, a three-point shooter. And uh, Nuggets get Thomas Bryant the old Lakers center, so just some jostling around on that one, too. I think uh, for, for the Clippers, they might be good. Uh, uh, you know, uh, God gave me the opportunity to watch, the, watch them play the the uh, the uh, the uh, Warriors are on TNT and they have a hundred points by the end of the fourth quarter. So, you know, if, if they can get some defense, they, uh, they might be scary. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for trade deadline, though. But, I mean, man, jam-packed, some blockbusters. Um, West is stacking up though. I mean, you get you get Kyrie and the going from the east to the west. You get Durant going east to west. You get Lakers making moves. Um, I mean, I mean, just the West really, really dialed up the heat there. Um, Definitely not a two-man race anymore, but, you know, kind of before I think you could argue it was Grizzlies Nuggets. Um, I think now you have to include the Mavericks and Suns in that race too. 
So and Clippers. So, anyways, moving moving what? forward. What about the other? Life, I think that God wants us to have joy in our careers. Uh, God wants us to have joy. And so uh, I think as fans, I mean, God wants us to have joy. So it'll be fun to watch, get to watch. The NBA playoffs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I know. We're going to have fun watching that. That's for sure. And talking about that. We'll, we'll, we'll have fun. Always some good ones. Maybe do some announcing. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um. Yeah, next up we got, um, oh, also LeBron. Top scorer in NBA history now. Passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What What do you think about that? Yeah, in sports, yeah, we we uh, uh sometimes uh in sports our teams have had a bad year, but God wants us to bless us anyway, and so. Even though the Lakers are uh, having a bad year, I think LeBron, God wants the bless LeBron anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's a that's a cool take too, but maybe not now that the Lakers have uh, last year's Timberwolves. Maybe they'll be good. We'll see. Um, other sports news, Michael Jordan just donates $10 million to Make-A-Wish. Pretty cool. Uh, cool mission. Ah, uh, uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool stuff. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little Super Bowl, though. Um, Chiefs win. Beat, yeah. the, beat the Eagles. I mean, man yeah. went down to the wire, field goal to win it. As time expires, Super Bowl party. We're, today's podcast is, you know, we're recording on Wednesday. Super Bowl parade was today. Um, I mean, what'd you think? 30, 38, 35 final. Great game. Back and forth. I mean, Jalen Hurts was just, you know, wheeling and dealing all game, but the Chiefs had a fumble recovery, a big punt recovery. Patrick Mahomes tweaks his ankle before halftime, comes back, has an amazing second half, leads the Chiefs to to victory. Uh, about two thoughts. You know, we, 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 ah, you know, Patrick, I thought the, ah, Chiefs outplayed the, uh, the, 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 uh, <laughs> The Eagles. The, the Eagles in the second half. And you can't play the last on one bad call. Well, I mean, yeah. I think the thing is, Jeff, they did an NFL films today. I mean, you look at it, he had a fistful of jersey. So, yeah. it, it so, wasn't even a bad call. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? You know? I mean, you know, you think you think we we start thinking the world the word dynasty for the Chiefs. I mean, they've got some guys that still have a lot of football left in them. Um, is that something you think that is on the table for the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I have thought about something live. And, uh, What's so, that? Uh, nothing's impossible for God. You look at the season, they lose Tyree Kill. Uh, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, you're running what? a sixth round rookie running back out of Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. And, uh, so, if he wants to brush you, he will. And I think uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure uh, where, where uh, Patrick Mahomes is as a believer, but in life, it doesn't matter where you are as a believer. All that matters is that God wants you, God wants to bless you, uh, and he really wanted to bless uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, the Eagles too, because even though God didn't allow them, the Eagles uh, to win, uh, God still uh, got them there, so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, just being in the Super Bowl is incredible, too. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not mad that the Eagles lost, though. I'll tell you that much, Jeff. <laughs> not mad at all. Not a, you know, not my favorite fan base in the NFL. Yeah. Those guys are some... A rowdy bunch. Uh, I'll be nice. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, man, we're. I think we're. We've got an um, MLB training camp coming up. Pitchers and catchers reporting this week. <laughs> Spring training right around the corner. Opening day around the corner. Um, yeah. Maybe you know. Maybe we'll have to start thinking about doing some early MLB divisional predictions. Around, around the corner we'll, we'll have to see what we can get to yeah. but man jay man I, I i feel like i feel like we're we're hitting a good point to wrap up today what do you think well i i i just i just uh you know i i i think the padres had uh 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 have a, a pretty good shot because in the Bible it says uh, David uh, conquering Goliath. Dude, no way, no way the Padres are David, dude. There's no way. They, they spend too much money on that roster. <laughs> Be, because last year 
you will be following Pete Goliath because is the darkest to them. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But they're like the third Goliath. It goes Yankees, Dodgers, Padres. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, maybe God gave them the opportunity to spend all that money. So, we'll see what happens. And I don't think the Dodgers have that uh, good of a pitching staff, they got two guys, so we'll see what happens. I actually, we didn't talk about this, but we, I, uh, God gave uh, me a lion, a passion for other sports, and uh, so, uh, and so, and we're going to talk a little about Spanish weather. How about those UCLA Bruins? They're 13th in the conference. Uh, they got a Senate. I can't remember his name, but I think. Because uh, God gave me the opportunity to uh, watch them on Saturday. Uh, so if they can play like they did on Saturday against Oregon, they can beat anybody. Yeah, UCLA 21-4, and four, ranked fourth in the nation right now. Beat Oregon 70-63. to 63. On Saturday, um, looking good. Hey, I mean, even, we could even do live, live bracket picking on the pod. What do you think? Yeah, they, they have, they have a that might be a good uh, NBA first round pick. Wow, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> we're 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 sitting on that. That's a hot take, man. First round pick. You heard it here first. Why? You know, God gave Ryan uh, lots of friends, and so I want to give. Uh, God gave us both a lot of friends, but I want to give a shout out to Matt Rocky because him and Natalie are getting married this weekend. So, congratulations! Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out Matt. He's getting married this this weekend. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Wow, I'm super excited for him, man. So it's gonna be fun. About to get rowdy and turned on the dance floor, right? Ryan, I mean, uh, Matt is one of Ryan's uh, buddies for life. So I'm buddies, really excited. How long have you been around Rocky for? 
10 years probably or more. Yeah. Yeah, a long time, man. Yeah. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna give you a little on and off view. I'll give you a little real life and little life sports. Yeah, live looking to life, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna end with a prayer. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, go for it, J-Man. Well, we just uh, thank you uh, for Matt Rocky. I just pray that you would continue to bless him because he is a blessing uh, to uh, me and to Ryan. And please uh, continue to bless uh, Natalie to help him. Uh, to uh, just uh, bless uh, them, and I want let them have a great wedding day. I want to help them to to put you first, and I I just thank you for him, and I thank you uh, for putting him to bless him. Yeah, putting him in my life and, and your life, too, through, through you know, different times you met him, too. Matt's a huge blessing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah. And one more thing, Matt, go, uh, go, uh, go Vikes. Oh, no way. No way. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man, we're ending on that. It's over. All right, this is this is brothers in Christ on and off the field episode three, baby. <laughs> See you guys next time.